Welcome to Cult Cannabis Collective's podcast, Are You High Enough for This? Where we look deeply into the basics and lightly into the advanced of all things cannabis. This week, Cult Cannabis Collective's is releasing two episodes of Are You High Enough for This? We had the pleasure of sitting down with Chris and Ricky of Amber Brick, a local extracting company here in Whatcom County. In this episode, we explore the wonderful world of concentrates and extracting. I'm Susan. I'm Ryan. And we have Chris and Ricky from Amber Brick here with us today. We're so excited to have you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank yeah, you artificial for applause us. right there. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Amber Brick, for those of you who don't know, which I can't imagine you don't, is one of our local companies around Bellingham that does concentrate. So They're they do extractions. And they get their material from other farms. And Ryan and I have toured their facility, That's and I right. have to tell you, it is one of the cleanest facilities you will ever go into. I can't believe you guys could eat off the floor in there. Do you even have lunch like on the floor? Just like, <laughs> so, yeah, these people eat on the floor, Susan. It's it's so that's clean. a good that's a good way to start with our guests. So clean. You eat off the floor, don't you? Because it's so clean. <laughs> that's the best I'm way kidding. to promote. There yeah. we go. That's nice. Look at us. At Cult Cannabis, we eat off the floor too. <laughs> <laughs> now, today we are gonna be dabbing. We will be, yeah. yeah We're going to we be dabbing some... stuff that Amber Brick made, that Chris and... Wait, so w- can we define roles real quick? What, yeah. what do you guys do at Amber Brick oh, yeah, okay. on an individual so, basis? It's pretty easy. I am the closed-loop monkey, and he's the lead extractor. Ah. And... Wow. <laughs> so by closed-loop monkey... Yeah, f- official title. <laughs> What's but but closed-loop monkey, you're going to find out, is actually more advanced than most of the other positions in the buildings. So. It's true. It's yeah. true. Don't let so the title fool you. We've I mean, worked together for about four years now. It's probably been about four years. Years, yeah. yeah. So every place that I've extracted, he's also extracted. So oh, nice. I've never been underneath anybody else. Like he's yeah. always been the person <laughs> to train me. So anything that I know, he knows, <laughs> or he knows, I know, we share all the info. So it makes everything easier that way. Right. Now <laughs> that I'm going to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we let that go. We're going to let that fly. We're just going to let that if go. <laughs> so Chris, what is your favorite type of extraction? To do or to smoke? Uh, yes. Yes. Good question. Yes. Both. Yes. Both. Both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all of it. <laughs> Lately, been messing around with a different solvent blends that we weren't using before. I'm introducing a little more propane than we used to use, and it's kind of changing different consistencies and different flavors and stuff like that. Like that'll be a good example for oh, you. The nine pound um, is but, part propane. Yeah, that's about fifty fifty there. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does that work? Do you do one? Yeah, obviously one at a time, and you do two. Uh, actually, I have them both combined in the same tank, and then I chill them down as cold as I can possibly get them, and go from there. Yep. The goal <laughs> is to get them into solution, both hydrocarbons together. Otherwise, if you're at like an in-between temperature, we imagine the propane will probably just be mostly gaseous while the butane stays liquid. But yeah, we work on getting them both in solution. Okay. Very cool. And then and what's the... Oh, go ahead. What's, yeah, what's the benefit of mixing those two? Do they latch on to different chemicals yes, in the plant? propane pulls out way more of a terp profile than the butane would. Uh-huh. And less chlorophyll, less fats and lipids, stuff like that. And then the butane pulls out everything else that we want. And so we're finding out that the proper blend is not only... Giving us the uh, the texture we want, the flavor we want, but definitely the yields that we've been looking for have hit the right numbers lately. Awesome. <laughs> nice yeah, so it, I mean, it's there's so many different benefits to blending solvents and 
everything from faster perch time to faster recovery time and stuff like that. And then, and that's what I was going to ask you about the purging process when you mix those two. Does that? It, it sounds like it's faster. Yeah, it it does speed things up. And I mean. Most of the people that smoke any Everbrick products know that we are very, very, very particular about our perch times. We like to have everything. We like to say we like to have everything less than 50 parts per million. It's kind of hard these days in the industry, but we strive to give everybody the cleanest concentrate possible. So anything less than 50 parts per million is perfect for us. We do have a couple there that be between 50 and 100. We still let those go considering the 5,000 part per million threshold <laughs> that is absolutely awesome. <laughs> it's a lot harder with But sauce. cleanliness, I mean, like you said, when we got here, you were helping a medical patient in there. He and I are from the, the medical part of things years ago. And so when we started extracting, we were extracting for medical patients. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's one of the uh, biggest things to pay attention to when extracting for medical patients is the cleanliness of the product. And so we brought that over to the... Uh, recreational world yeah which we appreciate very much yeah, yeah I, and these guys are so good that they actually put their parts per million on the package yes so that's bragging rights folks most people don't dare do that you guys make it your standard and we really appreciate it please tell us ricky about what you're doing with terpenes and isolations isolating terpenes right and well, sauces lately we've been doing a lot of live resin and although i haven't been doing specific terpene isolation I've been doing strain-specific terp pours. So with this propane-heavy blend that we've been exploring, the live resin side of that, yeah, you see a lot more terps. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we've been getting puddles like the bubblegum kush. It ends up crystallizing all the THCA, almost all, I would imagine. But you, yeah, if it's terpy enough, you'll end up with like a big layer of separation on there. And so we can pour that off and then play with that. It's not like pure terpenes, so isolation wouldn't quite be the correct word, but ah. separated terpenes for sure. How much of that product, like as a whole, is terpene versus cannabinoid? And and like how much do you get out of like how much of the terpene solution are you able to retrieve? That is a question that we are still exploring. Uh, and it, yeah, I'm sure it still, differs every month. It does, yeah. exactly. That's so. the problem. And so we're trying to get specific uh, excuse me, strain specific data. Now a question that I just want to clarify for the listeners i think you guys would probably be being able to put it in a nutshell please just for the layman explain what the thca is ah that's uh, a question we get a lot yeah. okay yeah. what's the difference with, what's is that getting me high that thca stuff yes it is but it has to convert to thc before it will and so the reason it's okay to have it still as thca which is also known as the carboxylic acid form. The reason that that's okay to keep it like that is because you're going to heat it up whether you smoke it, dab it, any like cook smoked, it. yeah. Well, cooking it, you're probably gonna wanna start with something that's already fully decarboxylated because cooking is kinda tough to like get all of it converted over. And that's actually a question I have, even as a chemist who's been exploring this for like three years now, I still don't know if you get 100% of that THCA to convert when you dab, smoke. I yeah, there's no way to know that, huh? Yeah, well, I think that maybe there's been a few pieces of data like put together by some people, but I don't know how scientific they really are. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to find out. The, the, that leads to two things. First, you used a term that I don't think our uh, listeners. listeners may be completely familiar with, even though we do throw it around in the store. Uh, decarboxylated. Yeah, is the process of heating up the THCA so that it just converts to THC? Is yeah, so the goal is not to vaporize it, but to just convert it in a liquid or whatever form mm -hmm. into THC. And once it's THC, you actually can't recrystallize it. 
maybe you can, but it requires insane conditions, and it's not going to stay a crystal at room temperature and atmospheric pressure. So I see. So when you have a product that it, it, you can see, like at the bottom of the jar or container, there's a bunch of crystals, and then there's also that solution stuff. Mm-hmm. The bottom part is likely THCA. It is likely THCA, unless we're talking CBD, in which case the rules are different. Both CBDA and CBD can crystallize. Oh. So that's why you'll see CBD isolate that looks like a white crystal. Or like okay. some other, it'll look like so, another drug. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have, we've actually we've carried uh, that that before. Uh, it was a distillate CBD, and it tasted like peaches when you dabbed it, and it was like ninety percent <laughs> CBD. It was made by uh, Lucid. Lucid. Uh, okay. They made, yeah. it, they made one run of it. It was $90 a gram. <laughs> we need more CBD growers in the recreational world. What is sure. up with that? Why? Can, why? I, I hope that everybody understands it's important to vote because little things <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> because things like voting have a direct consequence or not voting have a direct consequence on markets. And especially our market is very susceptible to the way of of the political wind. So please keep in mind that if you think it's not important and you love something like cannabis (laughs) and you want something in your life like CBD strains that can really help you, then it really is important to know how you're voting and how these people stand on these issues that's important to you. So that is my... That is my political, uh, what is that, my advice for the day. My political advice for the day is know who you're voting for and vote. That's important, too. Know who you're voting for. Know what you want when you vote. Don't just go and blindly vote. That's, yes. I tried that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, that's that's a good point to make, that who who you're uh, uh, voting for does lead to change in in the cannabis industry. Uh, Do you have any examples of how that, uh, that is affecting us today? Yes, just for example, that um, because the legislator, a particular legislator, didn't like to see pot leaves on signs and didn't like to see them on a billboard because when he drove his high school children to school, he didn't want them to see any marijuana. (laughs) Now, that that is the rumor. Now, whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't o- matter. it's okay if he feels that way, right. but but this, but the vote came in, and one of the things that happened was that we all had to change our signs. So every retailer in the industry, if they had a pot leaf on their logo and on signs, which are not cheap to redo had to completely change all their logo and their branding. So talk about a direct consequence of voting. That was big dollars and lots of whammies for lots of us. So again, that's just one one. <laughs> well, I think a federal stance might have something to do with why people aren't growing a lot of it. Ah. It's THC-containing products, I think, are what are in the I-502 law. Mm-hmm. So I-502 law is sort of written around THC over CBD, in a sense. Mm-hmm. To sell an isolate of CBD would technically not require an I-502 license. Correct. And mm-hmm. so the gray zone is still real on that one. And our, I think uh, our friends at Wildflower, have you, uh, have you have you guys heard of Wildflower? Heard of them. Is that a store? Uh, no, they're, they're a, a, a producer 
Uh, I've heard that name. And I believe they're in multiple states. Um, oh, they're, okay. Yeah. They're wow. very they're very good at what they do, and I believe that they have a team. A, they're teamed up with uh, uh, University of BC. Oh, wow. um, okay. So what they are good at is isolate CBD. Uh, they have tinctures, they have topicals, they have uh, capsules awesome. that are, I think their capsules are 30 milligrams of CBD, 0.1% THC. Yeah, that's, so that's, like almost zero. That's their specialty. Um, yeah, zero. I, I, I'm, you can get their product uh, online without THC. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm sure they just have a tiny bit of isolate THC that they just... Put in their <laughs> put in their in tests. Yeah. Exactly, it's i five one two. Yeah, <laughs> now we can sell it on the shelf. It's so dumb it's that they silly. have to put a psycho, or I mean, an intoxicating psychoactive uh, uh, in their non-intoxicating CBD just to sell it on our shelf. This would be People it's are still a cannabis-derived cannabinoid. I don't understand why. You know, <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, if it's, it's not. If you ain't high enough for this, you can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that rule apply to alcohol? What about no. our duels? That's not fair. <laughs> no, agree. Agree. Come on. Right on. So I have a, a quick question for you guys as far as what's your new and exciting stuff that you guys are working on at the shop now? Can't tell you. Oh, I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. No. <laughs> I mean, we kind of already told you we're doing a lot of new hydrocarbon blends with hydropropane that is resulting in more liquidy whack or excuse me, terpy stuff. And because of that, we're exploring cartridges. That's me shoving the cartridge oh, on the yay. table there. And, uh, so that's a new product right there that you have in front uh, of us? Yes, that's what I was is. hoping to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of stuck it up there and thought maybe someone would ask. Awesome. <laughs> I was about to say, this is a very uh, uh, cool battery, too. I like the battery it's a lot. It's a testing phase. We all got them this morning, so we mm-hmm. all handed those particular ones and told to test them out. So huh? Yeah, we're not going to drop any names about the brands yet since we haven't made decisions. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we're in the testing phase like chris said and it's looking pretty good we're currently working on recombining the live resin terps with the thca but as it turns out thca isn't exactly a good thing to have inside of cartridges so we are working on because it crystallizes exactly the crystallizing it's too solid so you basically what you do is common knowledge now you just decarboxylate the crystals get them into like a liquid form mm-hmm. to THC and then once they're in THC it's much easier to reintroduce terpenes ah okay it's not easy but it's easier than trying to crush a bunch of crystals into a pure <laughs> that decarboxylated taste that flavor uh, I've noticed it now because usually it, it only pairs with uh, that that flavor and the decarboxylated uh, THCA. It, it, it shows in a dark color usually that I find. And that's funny shelf. to say that because like pure THC, I don't think it's clear. I think it's a little bit gold, but pure yeah. THCA when it's crystallized, I mean it's clear. It's a clear crystal, mm-hmm. straight like white. You've probably seen the pictures. I mean, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I'm. Not 100% sure because people are doing this water tech distillate, but Delta 9 THC in its purest form, I believe, is not clear. Delta 8 is clear, and so when you start introducing a little Delta 8, you can make a mostly Delta 9 solution look more clear. And so water tech is just sort of like 80% Delta 9 THC, 
somewhere around 20-ish percent Delta 8 THC sometimes. I mean, it depends. People could probably do different blends, but... And can you explain the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 for our listeners? What is it, a well, molecule? It one? is. I th- <laughs> it's either a, like a different stereoisomer or a different molecule. I probably should have looked this up before I started. No, this, you're good. Okay. Like no, no, no. <laughs> Actually, I, I just got an email uh, uh, that told me a little bit about T- uh, THC Delta 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't understand it, <laughs> but yeah. considering it's called Delta Eight, and and Delta Nine is describing the n- number of molecules. It's either like correct? the position of a double bond or the number oh. of carbon molecules in the I tail so length. It's, it's but extremely it's a, similar. It's a small, THC. small nuance between the two molecules. Okay. Yeah, very small. But the differences are very pronounced right. like delta 8 is a much less psychoactive i don't even know if it's psychoactive at all really but it's a much less intense high and i've, I've heard a lot of people report that it just makes them sleepy ish and okay. uh yeah obviously delta 9 is like the source of most psychoactivity so uh-huh. but they both use that cb1 receptor still not sure about that one. Neurochemistry is a little above me. You're about to take all the Here, why don't you take an appetizer here? Oh, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, this is, is some the, CBD uh, live resin. Oh, CBD live resin. Yay, I actually like, was literally just waiting because I had to like saturate for 30 minutes and I poured it right before we came here. So oh, this is exciting. This is like as fresh as she gets. Thank you. <laughs> I tried it before I did. That is so smooth. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't even tried that yet. Oh, tried <laughs> you guys are you literally guys? the first This is an amazing gift. I mean, thank we would have this stuff on nails. It's just never out of the cartridge. Oh, well, jeez. I. Thank you. I, I feel guilty. Beta test. <laughs> not guilty enough to not not t- I was try just gonna it. Say, yeah. You know, yeah, make sure you guys are okay before we try it. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, their faces aren't melting off. <laughs> no. Now, guys, this cartridge that you just let us try. I I smoke a lot of cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually get a flavor laying oh, over my nice. tongue afterward. Yeah. It's still there as I speak. Well, let's see if <laughs> we think the same thing. Yeah, go ahead. Try your product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel so this free. is still in testing phase, so to hear feedback, that's obviously the most important part of what? testing mm-hmm. is the feedback because we can't sit here and just try our own stuff over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, we could. I mean, you could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it doesn't do The you. feedback might get yeah. a little more confusing. Or we'll a little closed looped. Oh, <laughs> oh Susan. Hey. You guys, yeah. Do you guys like I it? Guys, like we that. make good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you guys do all right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It wasn't too in the nose either. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was yeah, really flavorful one. without the bite that you get from a lot of Terp uh, cartridges. Uh, I'm not going to name them, but there are a lot That's of them. Great. And they all give you the same, like, mm-hmm. nose pinch. Totally. Yeah, that was... Yeah, no, so this is, that's what, we've been, like, filling them with pure terp pores and some, like, a little distillate, but none of the distillate ones we've actually gotten to be the right viscosity yet, so that's where we're still working. But this one was just a straight CBD live resin run, and CBD has an inherently more runny viscosity to it, so that's perfect for cartridges, and I was like, why don't we just slap this in there? It's ours, so. (laughs) And that wraps it up for part one of our conversation with Chris and Ricky of Amber Brick. Stay tuned for part two. I am, I am, I Warning, this product has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming. Smoking is hazardous to your health. There may be risks associated with the consumption of this product. This product should not be used by women that are pregnant or breastfeeding. For use only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children. Thank you for enjoying responsibly.